Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Friday. It is March 26th, and we are going to start off today with a prayer from Hugh's Elephant Old. Let us pray. Blessed you are, Lord, great God, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed you are, Word of the Father, who has spoken to every generation. Pour out on us your blessed Spirit, that we too might know the heritage of the Holy Ones, the witness of the saints, and the people of God, the tradition of the Apostles. Pour out on us that ancient presence, the glory from of old, the promise of the future, the seal of your coming. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, we are in a little bit bigger chunk of Mark this morning. We're going to be starting uh, chapter 7, and we'll be reading verses 1 through 13. Hear the word of the Lord. Now, when the Pharisees gathered to him with some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem, they saw that some of his disciples ate with hands that were defiled, that is, unwashed. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands properly, holding the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other traditions that they observe, such as the washing of cups and pots and copper vessels and dining couches. And the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And he said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You leave the commandment of God and hold to the tradition of men. And he said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, if a man tells his father or his mother, whatever you would have gained from me is Corban, that is, given to God, then you no longer permit him to do anything for his mo- father or mother, thus making void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down. And many such things you do. All right, as we start off in chapter 7 today, it's very important we don't forget where we've been, what the context we had on Wednesday is. Remember, we had people there who were coming to Jesus, and they were being healed simply by touching Jesus' garment. Now, we're going to see a contrast here. We're going to see a contrast with those people who had simple faith and the Pharisees who were after Jesus. And we see this interesting story here, and it's it's kind of a harsh statement uh, because when we read it and we hear the words you know, of Jesus talking about um, honoring God with our lips but not with our hearts, we can be convicted because we've, we've all been guilty of that, right? Well, what... What was going on here is that the disciples weren't washing their hands as the tradition uh, said they should. What had happened was there was a written word of God, but then there was also a belief by the Pharisees that there was an oral tradition that was passed down on how to interpret these things. And then there were new rules that were added to these, and one of these was all this washing that Mark tells us that uh, that the disciples were not doing and the Pharisees thought they should be doing. So Jesus is just, 
He's at his end, I guess you could say here. He tells them what he thinks. He says that Isaiah was speaking of them when he says, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. In other words, he's saying, you are more concerned with these traditions of people that have nothing to do with the word of God. And you're teaching this as doctrine. and You're forgetting about other stuff. You aren't, you know caring for people the way that you're supposed to care for them. You're more concerned with whether they're washing or not. And so Jesus is going to tell them, hey, you think you're following all this so clearly. Well, your laws that you've made, the oral tradition that you're, that you're working from, you know, it undoes the commands of God. And so the, the example that he gives is that Yeah, you're supposed to honor your father and your mother, and that would include taking care of them as they age. Well, there was an oral tradition. They allowed people to say, whatever you would have gained from me is Corban, that is, given to God. And so they were able to get out of caring for their parents by saying that they were going to give everything to God. And so they were... They were doing this, and you know that's not honoring your father and your mother, letting them starve or, or letting them be destitute. That's not following the command of God. This was this oral tradition where you could do this. Well, Jesus says that's not the only thing you do this with. You do this with many other things in your tradition. And so as we think about this, what does this mean for us? You know, as I said, all of us have been guilty in, in, uh, of doing this. We have been uh, not of coming up with an oral tradition to misinterpret scripture. That's not what I'm saying. The idea of having um, honoring God with our lips, but having our heart be far from him. And so we see this, and, and we see that that was the heart of what the Pharisees were doing. They were more concerned with their oral traditions, not with what was actually in God's word. And so they were saying all these things, but and, and, and uh, it was as if they were, they were trying to make it seem as if they were so pious, but in all honesty, their hearts were actually a long ways from God. And so that's not who we want to be, right? We don't want to be those people who only have what comes out of our mouths be about God and our heart is, you know, indifferent to it or even striving against God. And so may we think about this. May these words convict us. May God's spirit be at work in us today. Is what comes out of my mouth jiving with what is coming out of my life? Does what I say reflect what's in my heart? And if it's not, we need to do what we're called to do, confess our sins and repent, to turn the other way, to assess what we're doing and desire to follow God in faithfulness. That's what this is a call for us here. You know, the people, the ordinary people, they had faith and they were healed. But here we see the Pharisees having uh, hypocrisy ruled the day. And we don't want to be those people. So may we have simple faith, trusting that God saves us through Christ, that all we need is the gospel, and we understand our sin and we repent. And may our lives then reflect what God has done for us in Christ. May we follow him not only with our words, and may we not only say we're following him, but may our hearts be following after the one who has saved us also. Let us go to prayer. Gracious Lord, We come before you today with a sure confidence that you hear our prayers. Help us to live in such a way today that our lives match what comes from our lips. May our hearts be near to you, and may we only concern ourselves with your true commandments and not the teachings of men. Cleanse us from all hypocrisy, and help us to live in honesty before you and all people. 
Today we pray that you would convict us of our sin and unbelief. Help us to know where we have failed and bless us with a greater desire to serve you in holiness. Give us a great confidence that even though we sin every day, your grace is still abounding to us. Not because of anything that we have done, but because of what Jesus has done for us in his life, death, resurrection, and ascension. Help us to know the peace that passes all understanding and trust in the gospel as we live in your world. And so as we step out into the world today, we trust that your word and spirit goes with us. May we trust that you are at work in us through these means to sanctify us and to conform us to the image of Christ. Bless our day, and may we bring all glory to you. It is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. All right. I hope you have an excellent Friday and a fantastic weekend. Take care. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 